We have a lot to get through. Uh, I'll give you the floor because I know you have some things you want to say oh to God. me. You want to say hello? You hello. Say, that was so abrupt. Well, it's, I mean, I just, I just, I want to get it over with. I want to. Okay. Because this, this huge <laughs> thing that happened in my life, you just mm-hmm. want to get, get right yeah. through it. Well, because the last time we, the last time we recorded was way back in July and it's October now. Yeah. And I why guess we're pulling back the curtain because we are going to be better about posting yeah. these on time, right? I'm I'm humiliated because last time we recorded, I said this podcast was going to be the the podcast of the summer. <laughs> That's right. And your well, the... your little baby girl heard that, and okay. she said, "Adam can't have anything he wants in this world." Let's say up top what happened because what I can't stand on a on a podcast is when two people talk about something that they know. They understand the reference and they just go on like, oh, my God, isn't it crazy how that happened? And the, oh, my God. Yeah. When she did that and they don't give a little exposition up front. So let's say exactly what happened. What happened was we recorded one podcast. <laughs> we came, we took a three, After year three break. years. <laughs> we came back. We recorded one podcast. One calendar week later. We were true to our word. We said, we're, we're going to record a shit ton of these. We're going to we're going to do this for real. We were scheduled to come in and record our next podcast, but instead, I decided to go into labor. Mm-hmm. So, it was well, a I did. Decision it, I did not decide. I my, woke up and I woke up to a, a text from you that said, "Well, my water broke." <laughs> <laughs> and I will. Um, it, to be clear, I mean, God, I hope I don't talk about this too much. Um, but it is a harrowing tale. Mm-hmm. My water mm-hmm. broke as it does when you go into labor, uh, but. I I was only uh 33 weeks pregnant and uh you're supposed to be somewhere around 40 weeks pregnant when you give birth. So this girl was 7 weeks early. Um or she broke my water 7 weeks early. She punched right she through. Punched, it. Well, they don't even know. Mm-hmm. For all we know that's exactly what she did. I it's like it's like a it's like a little moon jelly, right? That's what I imagine. Yeah, a jelly boba yeah. in my it, belly. Like, it goes Bleh. Yeah. And all the juice comes out. That's got to be really uh, nerve-wracking. It was spooky. The day that we were supposed to do the podcast, and you know, as soon as I as, as soon as I realized what was happening, I, I was, was at the, the hospital. First person you told. I said, "God, I'm so sorry. Please, please tell everyone. Please tell everyone. I will not be recording a podcast today." Ooh, and I cried and I cried and I cried about mm-hmm. missing the podcast. Uh, of course, but yeah, I wanted. It's a good thing I'm so understanding. Yeah. And I do want to, I do want to, I knew you, you said you were going to give me the floor to apologize, and I do want to. Oh, that was, you don't. I do want to apologize with my whole heart to you, specifically, for going into labor Mm -hmm. instead of recording a podcast with you on on the middle of the day on Wednesday. Well, I don't, I don't blame you, I blame her. Oh, and you will for the rest of your life. Yeah, we have not gotten off to a good start, me and this girl. (laughs) So she was born, they kept me in the hospital for a week. Um, because actually when my water broke, I did, I didn't go into, I didn't go into labor. You could, your water can break without you going into active labor. That's something that I learned that day. And so they kept me for a week. 
uh, because they wanted her to cook more. Cook. And there's like a, you know, once your water breaks, you can't leave the hospital. They don't let you leave because she can get an infection, whatever. They kept me for a week and then they induced me and I had her six weeks early and there was nothing wrong with her. She's great. Her name is Josie. Uh, the only thing that was wrong with her was that she came really early to the function. Josie with a Z. <laughs> no. Yeah, this Josie is, with a Z. Yeah, pronounced. Is, okay. Pronounced with a Z. Because when I when I met her, I came over to your apartment and I noticed that you and Jason were saying Josie. Yeah. And I said, "How?" It, so it's pronounced Josie with a Z because I've been saying Josie. Mm-hmm. And you both said, "You can say whatever you want." Well, and then I continued to say Josie. And, I never mm. in my life would tell you you could say whatever you want in terms of how my daughter's Jason name said is that. pronounced. Jason, Jason may, looked Jason me right in the eye that. and said I could do whatever I want. I think I may have stepped in and corrected him though, because it's okay. like you can't you can't pronounce her name any way you want. I don't. Okay. Well, I've been I've been saying Josie for months. Yeah, I did notice that. And listen, I'm a cool girl. I'm like a super chill cool girl uh, <laughs> in every way, except I need you to pronounce my daughter's name correctly. Okay. I it'll take it's me Josie. it'll take me some time to get there, but I'll get there hmm. for you. So you know, uh, what's what's our what do we do? I don't even know how to do this anymore. Um, do we move right into the topic? No, let's let, let's talk about what we're drinking first. What are you and drinking? I'm drinking a Paloma. Can yeah. you believe all the years that we've been doing this, the Paloma has really endured. And we're talking about. Uh, I want to say I started drinking. I started drinking Palomas <laughs> <laughs> recreationally in uh, the the year that that our Lord Lauren Donnelly got married, which would have been 2017. So. It has been five years of me going mm-hmm. strong in the Paloma, waiting, waiting for me to cool on the Paloma hasn't happened yet. I drink them to this <clears throat> to this day. And now that I don't have a baby inside me, I can drink them, which is mm-hmm. so exciting. You still kind of have to be careful, I, though, right? I, I got to keep I got to keep it to one drink because I'm breast because it comes out of you and goes right into that little girl, Josie. Yeah, that's, with the Z. that's right. Um, I do I do pump exclusively for the for the mothers out there that know what mm-hmm. knows what that what that means. I do pump. This is a parenting podcast. Now. It is a parenting <laughs> podcast. So I can pump and I can dump. That's and that's cool fine. Part. I can that's dump fine. that milk right down the drain. We were we were all formula babies. That's right. And you're not doing that. Yeah, babies that were born in the eighties, it was people were like, Oh, you breastfeed, you must be poor. Mm-hmm. Um, and now it's like if you don't breastfeed your baby, yeah. you're the worst mother in the world. I am drinking disgusting hard seltzer. I tried a new brand. I don't think I like hard seltzer, but I keep doing it. This is what I said to you in the text when you offered to bring me one, which you did, which I will not open. I said, my heart is open to the possibility of liking a hard seltzer, but I've tried a lot of them, and it's yet there has yet to be one where I'm like, I sort of like this. It's always like I, I guess I would tolerate this. Is the best I could do. I think my heart is officially closed. Yeah, hard seltzer. I think I, I think I'm closing that door. Wow. Yeah, big announcement. What is the um? <laughs> why? Why it's not just, just leave your like heart it. open? Because I've tried. I've tried enough to know that I don't like it, and I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna keep my heart open to something that keeps hurting me. <sighs> so you're saying that every time you try one. Uh, your heart gets a little bit damaged. Mm-hmm. I got to protect my heart. Okay. What's our topic? Our topic is mother because I'm a mother. Yeah, I got I this. This is the one. This is the one bone I'm throwing you. 
and then we're never going to mention motherhood again. Oh. Except for the entire episode? Yeah, except for every single day. Okay. Um, I want you to start. No, I want to start. Okay. Sure. I'm going to start. Yeah, Um, go go ahead. Wait, wait. Hold on. What's going on with you? Oh, yeah. What has happened to me in the last couple months? I went to Las Vegas. I saw Shania Twain. Mm -hmm. She was just fine. Phoning it in. She was really phoning it in hard. And it was like it was the like the penultimate show that she did. Oh, was, I didn't know that. Yeah, it was it was either the it was either like the second or third to last. Ooh, well, everybody um, knows the second to last show episode of a TV show is always the crazy one. It wasn't crazy. That's I where crazy that. things happen. Um, it was she had been doing it for a while. She had like a new song out. Her Netflix documentary had dropped. That. I don't think anybody had, was paying attention to, to it. The new stuff. She like. She sang one of her new songs, and she's like, she got mad that we didn't know the lyrics to it. Yeah, that's. I saw Cirque du Soleil, and it changed your. Life. It changed my life. I actually felt like when I came out of that, I was like, I can, I can separate my life, like before, before and after. Cirque du Soleil, after Cirque du Soleil. It was the most incredible thing I've ever seen. Tell the people what what you saw. Uh, Ka, because there's Ka. a lot of them, and some of them aren't great. Yeah, I famously saw O. In, that's the other uh, good one. Those are when the I was two. 13. Those are the two really good ones. Um, I did take way too much of an edible beforehand. I had a panic attack in the middle of it. And yet but you still, still yeah. had a great time. Because panic attacks can be pretty traumatizing. But yeah. you came out of that <clears throat> telling me that everything had changed for you. You know what's interesting? You saw Ka and it changed your life. And you saw a movie the other day that kind of rhymes ta- with that. I can't talk about it. What? All I can think about is Tar. Tar. It's It was so good. Nobody knows what it is. It's in like, um, it just came out. It's in like limited release. It's going to be a big Oscar movie. Yeah. But I feel like most people, by the time this comes out, it'll be the name on everyone's lips will be Tar, <laughs> Lydia Tar. It was so good. You, you texted me before you went to the movie theater and you said, I'm going to see that boring movie mm-hmm. that's going to be an Oscar nom. Well, and, and I remember three hours oh, long. Oh, no. It's so long. Okay. Well, I, I've seen the trailer up and down. Up and down, left and right. Up at and the, down, left at the right. one movie you've seen in the past year. I know that trailer, the back of my hand. No, I don't know why I've seen because it's true. I have only seen one movie, um, and that was Amsterdam, and Adam would not see that with me. Um, no, I wouldn't. And I, I said I was like, I don't, I don't want to talk about it too much because I don't want you to go in and have your heights, your your sights. I don't want you to. What am I trying to say? I don't want you to like expect something great and then be let down. But I can't. I can't well, not. I mean, I don't know. It's that's nice of you to think you have such influence over. It's me. so good. I want to see it again. It was three hours long. <laughs> I could tell. Like when the movie was winding down, and I was like, I could sit here for three more hours and watch. Oh my this. god! Okay, all right. I mean, I saw the trailer and I thought there's something going on here. I don't know what it is, but I want to be a part of it, even though I don't I really. I, I don't really watch like dramatic. There's got to be like, I can't watch movies that are too serious. Um, but there was something about that one that was like whew, something about. It. I just gotta see it. It's not too. It's not too serious. I thought it was gonna be. I don't. Cannot keep talking about. Oh them. yeah, yeah. Let's let's stop. I thought it was gonna be t- like one of those boring, uh, like Oscar bait things, and it kind of is. But it's 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 funny. It's weird. It is funny. It has okay. some. I laughed out loud four times. Okay. Well, there you have it. There you have it. Go see Tar. Go see Tar. She's I gonna guess. win. She's gonna win Best Actress, and it. All right, let's stop. It's a bummer because it's this should be what? Michelle Yeoh's year. Oh, she's not gonna. She's not gonna get it. I don't think. Oh. Okay, mother is our topic. Mother, 
here's our first question. My first question. As I said, this is a parenting podcast now. Now that you are a mother, what is something about your own mother that you feel like you understand now that you didn't before? Do you even think about your mother at all? (laughs) (laughs) Do you you even think? Okay, yes, I'll answer that in two parts. The second part being, do you even think about your mother Uh at all? Okay, well, the thing about Ellen... My mother, Ellen. Um, that I, I thought I thought about this for a while because, I mean, Josie is three months old today. Happy birthday to her. You did not wish her any kind of happy birthday. That's fine. I mean. We celebrate months. Okay. You have to. Well, you can. I'm going to wait until six months. Oh. Okay. Well, she's not. I mean, I could say happy birthday to her now, but she's not going to understand it. Well, you'd be surprised. I don't think I would. I don't She's think anything could surprise advanced. me. She's very advanced. She's so advanced that she came. Kick, she kicked right out of me. Early, she said, "Get me out of here." Anyway. Did she come feet first? No, <laughs> no, that would have been bad. Uh, that's called breach, mm-hmm. and it's bad news. Yeah, you can't that's have what, a baby be that's breached. What I was. I think I was came. I was trying to come out the wrong way, so I had to be a C-section mm. baby. Just like, and that follows you for the rest of your life. You feel like, special like, for the rest of your life. Name? What's his name? Just like Macbeth, he feels, but spe- he feels special. Sure, and um, we all know what happened to him. Do you know what happened to him? Died. He died. <laughs> Macbeth dies at the end of Macbeth. I want to say, I do want to say that here. How today. how certain are you of that? About eighty two percent. What happened to Hamlet? Hamlet. What happened to Hamlet? What's that film about? <laughs> I guess those were the films of their time. Yeah. A talkie. What happened to Hamlet? Hamlet had the mom. Hamlet had the mom. What that was, was kind of crazy. Their eyeballs jabbed him out. The out damn spot. Right? Jocasta. Excuse That's me? a beautiful name. Macbeth. Is that Jocasta? Joe Pasta? This is not interesting. Spagoot? What is <laughs> what is your answer? What time is it? <laughs> don't worry about the time, baby. I mean, we gotta worry about the time because we don't we can't ramble. Okay. Ellen, my mother. Um, like I said, Josie is three months old, so I don't know a ton about motherhood yet. Um, other than it's really hard and there are parts of it that are really cool and parts of it that are really not cool at all. But <laughs> Uh, so I can't say that I understand all of the quirks that my mother developed over the years parenting me. But so far, I will say, um, Ellen was a great mother, still is. She did this She did this thing when I was in high school. Do you think she's going to listen to this? Because you can be honest. <laughs> I'm going to cover my bases. When Wait, I was, she does listen to this, right? They did put... They, they did. They put it on... <laughs> My parents put this podcast on in a room full of people a little while ago, and that that shook me to my core. That is terrifying. That didn't make me feel good. Uh, anyway, didn't make you feel good. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, Ellen in hi- my mother Ellen, mom I call. What her. is her name? Oh my god! <laughs> in high school, when I was in high school, she would uh, you know I had a curfew like so many of us. Um, what was your curfew? I want to say it was eleven. It's a generous curfew, I feel you like. You think it's generous? Mine was 10. That's That feels ungenerous. Mine was mine was 10, and then if I wanted to stay out later, I had to call. 
Yeah. See, sometimes that, the answer was no. And yeah, often I would do that too, and often the answer would be no, even though I'm just like at, at my friend Heidi's in my friend mm-hmm. Heidi's basement. You know, I'm just like in the basement. Heidi. Have I ever heard that name before? No. Is this new lore? Touch. No, we lost touch um, a while ago. I heard through the grapevine that this is new Kristen lore. She had a she had a baby recently. Um, we have we had lost touch. Can you believe how that happens sometimes? Anyway, uh, I would have to be home by eleven, and when I got home, if I didn't go upstairs mm-hmm. to my mother's room, <laughs> where she'd be lying in bed. <laughs> like a like a Victorian yeah. woman, like when you put your doll into bed, and yes. it's like sitting up with his straight arms, the straight armed Victorian doll, dead eyes. I walk up to her, <laughs> and um, I would have to say, I would have to greet her, much like they would do in Victorian times when they would just visit each other's houses, and that's how they got through the day. I would have to go up there and greet my mother and say hello, mother, and sort of. I think part of it was to. This isn't really fair to to assume, but. Um, part of me always assumed her. <laughs> I think she just wanted to like, sort of in her own head, mm. confirm like she's not drinking, she's not wasted. She comes home, no she's lucid, no twigs in her hair, no no lipstick on her face. So she's still lucid. That was <laughs> that was part of it. And uh, if I didn't do that, if I didn't go up there and like say hello, I'm here, good night. She would freak out and she would like come downstairs to where my room was. Yeah, my my parents' room was upstairs and mine was downstairs, which is weird. And it's not something that I ever thought was weird. Is that weird? Yeah, to have bedrooms on huh. the ground and second floor. Because they think, don't want you to hear them. Please don't. Please don't say things like that. I think I've talked about this on the podcast before, but when I was five, my dad put an addition on our house, which was a ranch, and he turned it into a two-story home, and they just built the second floor as a shrine to them. A shrine is a strong word. That's great. I'm, like, I support that completely. It's all, it's all them You know what? Upstairs. My parents did that, too. My mom and my stepdad. Yeah. They built an addition over the, the garage, and it was, like, their space. Well, was it, was it, did they sleep up there? They slept up there. Yeah. They had they put a bathroom in up they there. They put a bathroom up there. They put a walk-in closet. Yep. They had like a sitting area. They yep. put a deck that you could only reach by going Ooh. out their bedroom. Okay. That's that, that is one up from my parents cuz they they put this enormous addition on and it has all that stuff. It had like my mom's office and her little makeup room and her walk-in closet and their master bath and their oh, I guess we're going to say that, their primary bath and their primary bedroom and they it, it wasn't until much later that I realized, I mean, whatever, you can do whatever you want with your house. It's not weird, but it's just uncommon to have, like, bedrooms on the ground floor. And then yeah. also, um, that sort of thing is is more common, like, I feel like when your kids are grown. But you were five, you said? Yeah, I was five. They just decided one day. down there all alone. That's actually terrifying for a child to be, it's like, in a spooky. house alone. That might be the reason why I slept in my parents' room until I was, like, ten. Oh, well. Anyway, so I would have to go up and uh, greet my mother, and if I didn't do it, she would come downstairs screaming, really upset. Um, and it, so the reason she did that was mostly because she worried that I would die in a car crash or whatever, you know, how kids do in the suburbs so when they get like their driver's thing, license. Like where you could ring a bell downstairs yeah. and it would go That's upstairs. That's a really good idea. There, there was Victorian times. There would have been a, a way more efficient way to do what I had to do there. 
Um, but it never occurred to me to try and make it more efficient. Anyway. Um, she wouldn't let you holler up the stairs? Holler. <laughs> <laughs> I think I, I think I actually did do that a couple times. Yeah. Um, because it's not like we would have a conversation. She would just like confirm that I was alive, and then she'd go to sleep. Uh, anyway, so <laughs> sitting so, up straight with her eyes open, <laughs> <laughs> like a doll. Um. So that was her like catastrophizing, mm-hmm. right? Like that was her being like, if I don't hear my daughter come in the house and see her with my eyes, then I can I can assume that she has died in the night. Mm-hmm. And it always annoyed me because it meant that I couldn't ever get away with anything. Like, I couldn't get away with being a little late. You know, like, curfew is curfew, but you can, like, push it if your parents aren't so, like, anal about, like, knowing exactly when you're home. So that always kind of annoyed me because it was, like, a rule that I really had to stick to. Otherwise, she would really know. Um, And now that I'm a mother, my equivalent of that right now is I'll be, like, walking down the street with her in the carrier like a front, like she'll be on my, it's like an ergo carrier where you strap her in and you walk down the street and she's right there. Her little head is under your chin. And I'll have these like intrusive thoughts. We all know what intrusive thoughts yeah. are, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> where I'll be like, if I tripped forward yeah. on one of these many little lips of the pavement that stick up, I'll, I would squish her. I would squish her to death. I think you'd be. Sur- I think you'd surprise yourself. I think you'd twist. I think it's like an instinctual thing, and you would twist and land on your back. See, that's exactly what Jason said and when she I wouldn't voiced even notice. this intrusive thought to him. I I voiced it. I said it out loud. I gave it power mm-hmm. by voicing it, and he said, "You're as a mother. You will. Um, you will bra- You will brace yourself. You will throw your hands in front of you." It's like, no, I will squish her to death. I'll make sure that happens. (laughs) So that's, I guess I'm like that where I can't be told um, that that won't happen. Sort of like my mom. And you'll never get over that. I fight. You'll never get over that. What Um, what did J-Lo say in in Hustlers? You were so disappointed in that movie. Motherhood is is a disease. Or motherhood is a mental illness. It's one of those things. It's one of those. She said, I was disappointed in that movie. I thought it was going to be different. I thought it was going to be something else. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't what you thought it was going to be. Mm-hmm. I thought it was great, uh, but I can't tell you gonna, a single thing about we're it. We're not going to talk about Hustlers. <clears throat> Did not leave an imprint on me. Um, I don't have an answer to this because I am not a mother. You are not a mother. I am not a mother. Um, but I will say that I do think about the time you asked for one of those life-size Barbies. Yep. And you didn't get it for years. Yep. And then you finally got one and you were like too old for it. Yeah. Go that, try to find that episode if you can. Go try to find that episode. Five years old. I <clears> wanted <throat> it for three years in a row. I didn't get it. I got it when I was 18. My mom thought it was hilarious to give it to me when I was 18. <laughs> that she, is found, hilarious. she found it on the street. That's hilarious. She got I a love that Barbie on the street and if, she wrapped it in paper <laughs> and she gave it to me for Christmas. And that's the kind of mother that she's I have. Great. And I hope she's listening. I hope she's listening I to it too. Listening. I'm obsessed with her. Okay, your turn. Okay. Well, it's interesting because it starts in the same way. I am a mother now. God, I'm so sick of motherhood. Our, You're sick of motherhood. Our listeners have tuned out, <laughs> except the ones that are mothers, which is probably a lot of them at this point. There's no way. Oh, because they've aged? Yeah, because they've, they've aged because of time. Because <laughs> of, of the sands of time. Yeah, we chose, a really, we chose a good time to make this parenting podcast, I think. Yeah. 
because a lot of our listeners are becoming parents. Yeah. They're going to be real surprised when this podcast comes back after three years. That's right. Because the last episode, as of right now, hasn't been posted yet. As of right now, it has not. Uh, Okay. I am a mother now. Which part of motherhood will I succeed in? And which part will I fail miserably in? Mm. That's hard. That's hard to say. It's really hard to say. Hard it's to really say. hard to say because it's like I feel like right now. Correct me if I'm wrong. If I'm wrong, but I feel like there's not like a ton of parenting going on. It's more like there's this there's this thing that it's like having a puppy or a kitten. Uh, you can't like you're not like molding its brain yet. It's just like making sure it doesn't die. If you tell the internet, if you were to suggest that to the internet, to motherhood internet, they would say. Absolutely not. Everything you do matters. I'm su- I am suggesting that. And you better that. do it right. You better do it right, too. I am suggesting that, and I don't care. You're going you're gonna to watch four hours of Below Deck with your, with your little lump, your little meat lump of a child on your lap? That sounds a lot of fun. Get ready honestly. for that child <clears throat> to be damaged. <laughs> That's what you do, right? 100%. Yeah. 100%. Um, I blew through every episode of that show in about... Six weeks. Every episode? Yeah, all the iterations, too. How many how many seasons of that show are there? Impossible to say. Okay. Well, it's not. It's actually very impossible. I don't think that anybody um, knows. More than 11? Seasons? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think you're going to be present and supportive. Present and supportive? Yeah. Present. You'll be present and supportive. You'll be, like... Heard, in her life. I heard president supportive. President? You're not going to be president. President supportive. Uh, you will foster her interests, even if they're stupid and boring. Which is a real... That's a thing that people don't think about. Like, your kid might be interested in something that melts your brain. And I think I think you're going to be supportive of that. Yeah. Like, she might... she Her, like, main hobby might be something that drives you crazy. And you're going to support her, and you're going to... Are you? Am I? Are you? No, I. I really hope so. I hope you're right, because I did. I read a tweet about like a parent that was like. You read a tweet. I read a tweet. <laughs> I I took in a tweet, my nightly tweet, and it said. It's um, presented to you on a card, <laughs> like a calling card. You look at it, and you're like, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and then oh, you you circle funny. retweet oh, or that's favorite. Funny. <laughs> <laughs> Hand it back to my butler. Yeah. He puts it in the dumb waiter. That's me. I bring you a I bring you a tweet on a card and you circle it what you want to do and I just throw it in the trash. You bring me my nightly tweet. That's so sweet. The tweet said <laughs> something about a parent that was like, I uh there's something there's no greater hell than having to listen to forty five minutes of your son describing Minecraft to you or like the something they yeah. built in Minecraft. <clears throat> or Ro- Roblox. What something I don't know. What's the other thing that kids are obsessed with? Yeah, that's it. I say Roblox, but I've never heard it pronounced. I've never heard it pronounced out loud. Yeah. That's that's and that's I, the thing though. What if she wants to be like a YouTuber? This is what I'm worried about. I mean, if I'm vaguely interested in it, yeah, I'm gonna be really engaged, but I worry about if she gets into like the Sims or some bullshit and she, she tries to, to talk to me about the Sims. You better not bring her to this podcast. 
Ever? Ever. Well, we'll see what podcast. You can do it once. When she and we'll talk. see we'll see if she's if she's fun or not. So you think I'm gonna be I'm, I'm gonna nurture her interest no matter what. Yeah. And I I'm, think you're gonna be good I'm, at that. I think in your in your head you're gonna be like, I could drop her off a cliff right now and not feel anything. Um Excuse me? But you're gonna you're gonna <laughs> I think there are going to be moments where you're like, I am so sick of whatever she's into. Yeah. Whatever her thing is. Yeah. Um, but I think you're gonna. I think you're gonna be good at that. I think you're gonna foster that. That's good to you hear. Will I accept her for who she is. You okay. will not compare her to uh, me, your first and favorite child. Mm. Um, I won't compare you. You will not. You don't think I will? No. I think you'll be tempted. Yeah, because you guys do. You're you, gonna be like, why can't you be like your older brother? <laughs> Also, definitely occupy similar space. Yeah, in my life. Um, I do worry that like at some point when she's ten and like really sort of like forming her like emotional self, I think that there's going to be a time where like you're doing something, like you're like you're going to be like drawing or like working on something that you're really into, and she's just going to be like annoying in the other room, and you're going to snap at her, mm-hmm. and she's never going to forget it. Ooh. And it's gonna, it's gonna. If that happens, you need to catch it quick. I do. If you let that fester, it's gonna grow into Ooh. something. Yeah, I do see that happening because even now, I try to get stuff done during the day. I try to be a little productive, mm-hmm. and uh, a lot of times she won't let me, and I can't help but feel like, can you just let me do this for one second? Mm-hmm. Can you let me work on this for? A She's one gonna second? be like singing something. Like some like like a Minecraft song or something, and you're gonna be like, "Can you please shut a up?" Minecraft song and she's a song of her people. And she's gonna and she's gonna shut up, and she's never gonna she's never gonna. Do you think she'll have moment. a good voice? I don't have a good voice. Mm. Listen, I I've got a good ear. I don't have a good voice. Jason also, I would say, is the same. Um, do I think she's gonna be a good singer? Is there anybody in your family? Yeah. So my dad has a has a nice voice. And that can skip a gym. That's crazy. That can skip Every a gym. Every single thing I hear about either your father or your mother is a surprise to me. Yeah, he, my dad it's used shocking. to sing in a in a boys' choir, and they would sing German songs, and that's why he knows no, that how makes to sense. speak German. That's not surprising. Mm. Um, do I think she's going to be a good singer? No. Okay. I don't think so. <laughs> Fair enough. All right. What am I? But that's fail? also something that you can. Well, I already said the thing oh. you fail. You're gonna snap at her. And oh, you're I'm gonna, gonna snap destroy at her. her emotionally. Oh, okay. Um, she's not gonna be a good singer, but that is something that you can you can learn to be a good singer. I don't if know. If you start early, you can train to be. See, she's I, never gonna be like a great singer. That's the big question, though, because it's like I would argue that you <clears> were born with Lord-given gifts that allow you to draw, and I. I feel like you have to be born similarly with mm. <clears throat> with like an inclination for singing. Like there's no amount of training I don't think that could make me like have like good like vibrato. You can't you either have that or you don't, right? I, I couldn't learn no how to have vibrato like Do we still have an email? An email address? Yeah, can we tell people do we do we have access to it anymore? <laughs> oh, that's a great question. Cuz we should we should tell people to email us if they have insight into that. Email. Do you remember what uh, our email is? BFTpod at gmail.com, I think. Sounds right. Try that. Try that. Try Try sending an email to that address and see. It's like a message in a bottle. We have not checked that email in four years. Well, I know that you said the password, so 
you have to search within yourself what you think right. you were th- what you you were setting passwords as in uh, twenty fifteen or whatever that was. We'll figure it out. Okay. Um, that's it. What do you what What do you think you're going to be good at, and what do you think you're going to fail at? You'll be thrilled to learn that I that I have answers to that, and also what I think you good will succeed in failing um, in in parenthood. So I think I will succeed in um, in giving her a safe space to like talk shit on her friends Mm. like i think when she's a tween teen she'll come home i'll be on the couch with my with my big bowl of craft mac and cheese because i'm not gonna change will you gently challenge her if she's being unfair or is it just an open forum for her to complain um that'll be a delicate yeah it'll be a delicate dance uh, if she's wrong about something, I'll tell her. Okay. For sure. But I will have met all of these friends. Mm. I will insist on that. So what I'm saying is that, like, I will have opinions myself about these these tweens and teens that she's uh, that she's hanging around with, and, and tweens. I will have opinions that are that are that are biting, that are harsh, that'll they they will cut to the core. And if she asks me, I'll tell her. I'll tell her how I feel, and she'll come home, and she'll be like, "This, oh, Vanessa was such a bitch to me today." And I'll say, "Well, that's because Vanessa's a bitch." Do you want some of my mac and cheese? She'll say, "Yes." I'll say, mm-hmm. "Too bad. Go make yourself a box. We've got a we've got a lifetime supply in the pantry, because that's the kind of household that I'm going to run. One that has a first of all a pantry that you can walk into. Second of all, a lifetime supply of craft mac and cheese in there." So that's where I will succeed. Mm-hmm. I'm going to fail at reading books to her, for sure. Oh, God. That, that is... I don't know how parents do that. I don't know either, and I... That sounds like a nightmare. I, to read the same book every night. Same book, or like you have a collection of books, and it's... About they, a mouse they who's to, shy. <laughs> or the mouse that gets a cookie. Mm-hmm. That's actually a great book. Give a mouse a cookie, that's actually it's a really like good short. book. short. You can read it quickly. Here's the thing about books. <laughs> <laughs> Specifically reading books to children. I feel like an idiot. I feel I feel like a fool. And I know I shouldn't, but it's just it's not in my nature to talk to a child. It's embarrassing to in, like like have to read and do voices. Yeah. There was um it yeah. It, I've always felt stupid doing it. I I've read books to to various children, not a ton. But I have it's read a book to a child is, in my day. That you're self-conscious about your reading voice when this is a podcast. I'm, but I, are that's you self-conscious the whole point. about this? No, of course, it's totally different. Okay. If I'm reading Goodnight Just Moon, put on one of these podcasts for her when she wants to go to sleep. Honestly, she's three months old. She doesn't know anything about anything. Obviously, she can't even see past eighteen inches in front of her face. Everything else is fu- is fuzzy. She can't. She can barely make oh, out the shapes. That sounds terrifying. Of the world. You put a card in front of her that has high contrast black and white shape on it, and she'll laugh. <laughs> <laughs> she'll laugh and laugh. Oh, babies and laugh. are so dumb. So stupid. So instead of reading her books, we read her like Wikipedia articles that we are interested in. Okay. So we'll sit with her at night. You know, that's that's smart. Yeah. Cause why why should I read She's her? She's gonna be smart. Good night. So what 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 kind of things do you read to her? Oh man! Can you think? Can you remember one? Um, I did. I, Apparently, I, you learned nothing. I, 
I read her an article about um the Below whole deck. no, <laughs> it but it was about Olivia Wilde and Harry Styles. Mm. The, books I feel really stupid reading kids' books, and that's a me problem. I'm not saying that other people sound stupid reading kids' books, even though sometimes they do. But I think it's great when when kids are read books. I personally feel like a fucking idiot. And I did it. And I I read one to Josie and I said, maybe I'll feel differently when I'm reading it to my own child. Not the case. Mm-hmm. Not the case at all. I read her an and alphabet it's... book that was the ABCs of New York City. So it was like M for like Metro card and stuff. It was real cute. That's cute. Uh, but I felt like a, an idiot reading it to her, partially because she is three years old. She can, she can barely hear hear me, let alone She's how old? What did I say? You just said she's three years old. Did I? Yeah. Oh, wow. Wow. What is the truth? <laughs> and it's not it's not like a safe it's not like a safe space either where you can be goofy because like if you are if you're embarrassed, your child will see that. Yeah. And exactly. they'll be embarrassed. Exactly. And they'll never see you the same. Exactly. You get self-conscious. You have to pour yourself into mm-hmm. that role. And I don't I don't have the capacity. I will always feel like an imposter in that role. I had a babysitter once who was reading to me and she did a voice for like one of the characters who was like this little alien. Oh. And it was it was it was cringe. Cringe. It was cringe. And I never forgot it and I could never look at her the same. And she didn't she didn't I must have said something because she never she didn't come back. I must have <laughs> like I must have said like my mom was probably like, How do you like that? I'm like we could get another babysitter. Oh probably. God! I thought you meant you said something to her. No, that, like, no, her no. I I spoke to management and I had her fired. She quit babysitting forever. That was the last babysitting job she yeah. ever had. Well, she. I mean, she was. She was. She was like thirty eight. It's pretty so old. So I think she had like a a career. She was doing this like as a favor. Oh, okay. Um. Uh, I guess we're I guess we're moving through this pretty slow. Maybe I should speed it up a little bit. Yeah, maybe. Here's you where you're gonna succeed. Oh, yeah. As a father. Um, I think that you will... <laughs> this is actually similar to what you said um, about me, about nurturing mm. um, Josie's interests, no matter what they are. I think you will keep your little peepers peeled, and you're going you're gonna to see <clears throat> whatever weird skill it is she has early. You're going you're gonna to clock it early, and you're going to monetize it monetize it in like such an efficient way like you are gonna keep your eye on her or him who whatever this child whoever this child may be and you are going to clock what they are good at and get them in in train you're gonna get Mm. them in classes you're gonna nurture it but you're gonna you're gonna monetize it i will say that's i i'm not a parent but i do think it's like when i when I showed some proficiency with art, like my mom was like, "Okay, well, this is what we're gonna do," yeah. and like I wasn't, that. I wasn't really spoiled. My mom was pretty. Uh, I would, I would say she, she did not give me things when I asked for them, <laughs> for the most part, um, except when it came to art. Like she was like, "Okay, we're gonna. I don't care how much it costs. We're gonna get like whatever art supplies, whatever classes you're into." What did she deprive you of? Hair it's... coloring. um no just like i like i didn't i she just like wouldn't buy me things that i wanted like i wanted like i wanted a super nintendo and she was like absolutely not absolutely not that's insane and she could afford it (laughs) if it was something she wanted (laughs) (laughs) Um, you screamed at her when she said no to you 
I yeah, I will say like if 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 Josie is into Josie. like art or something like that, I think you should roll, really break the bank to buy her whatever she wants. Oh sure, of course, of course. Anyway, continue. More oh, things that are good about I, me. No, what well, you're gonna fail is that at? It? Oh. Can't think of one more thing that I'm gonna be good at. No, why would I come up with more than one? I said you're present, supportive. You'll foster her interests. Those are just adjectives. You'll accept her differences. You want another adjective? Crunchy. Okay. So you're going to fail at uh, homeschooling her. <laughs> oh, yeah. Because if... you're going to attempt it. You are going to be homeschooling your daughter. Um, everyone's going to say, no, 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 you shouldn't do that. But you're going to say, that just makes me want to do it more. And you're going to do it, and you're going to do a really bad mm-hmm. job. That's that's interesting. You're wrong. I would not. Yeah. I would never. As soon as I could get that child out of the house during the day, I know. I'm the same way. I'm already um, thinking about. I'm I'm already stressing about daycare when she can go and and be somewhere else during the day. Um, for us to reconvene, have have a gorgeous reunion in the evening. But get out of here during the day, because <laughs> um, I do have I do have things I need to do. And I know you're going to be the same way. But at the same time, what I have just said in the scenario is that someone told you, you can't homeschool that child. And you defiantly were like, watch me. Yeah, I guess it depends on who. If if you said that I could not do that, then I would probably want to prove you wrong. Yeah. But you would never say that to me. Watch me. Watch me do it. Because I, I want to see how it plays kid, out. So no. All of this is just a fantasy in your head that you concocted. Is it my turn? Yeah. Okay. Uh, yeah. Is it? Yes. Yes. I just asked. Okay. Um, I will say that this question does not make any sense. Yeah. I, I wrote it as the uh, <laughs> Z-Quilt was kicking in. Oh, that's always the excuse, isn't it? Oh, the edible had hit. And that's why that's my question That's different. If it was... Sense. You understood it, though, right? You got it? You got the gist of it? And I answered it. So. Yeah. Okay. Um, if there's one thing that millennials love, it's talking about their 23andMe results. That, ain't that the truth? Ain't that the truth? <laughs> Your motherland, because that's a topic, is mother, uh, is Irish? Is that correct? My motherland is Irish? Is that correct? It is correct. Okay, so I was correct. Um, and so this is where the question doesn't really make sense, but it makes sense in my head, and mm-hmm. I think you got it. In a past life in Ireland, what was your life like? What was your job? What was the time period? I guess in the scenario, you're like one of your distant relatives. This makes sense mm-hmm. in a way, right? You get it. I, I will say again, I answered it. Yeah. Does it make sense? Yes. I wrote right here. It makes sense. You did write it makes sense. So answer it. And your word is law. Uh, so, yeah. I mean... Drag me to hell. I do love talking about my 23andMe <laughs> results. They are so boring and so mm-hmm. predictable. Look at my face. I'm from white. I'm from I'm from the white part. I feel like of I feel like Irish is the whitest you can possibly be. You can't go any whiter than Ireland. Well, you can go a little farther north and they're paler up there. I could be uh Scandinavian, but I am 1% Norwegian. Uh-huh. One percent. Gonna cling to that. I didn't do twenty three me. I did ancestry.com because that was was what was on sale. So that is what my mother bought me. Mother. We all did ancestry.com. Um my mother is one hundred percent Irish. 
she got her results back and they said why did you even do this yeah like <laughs> you're you're irish and that's we all knew that um meanwhile my dad my last name is rossi which is like smith in in italy i feel like we may have talked about this on the podcast before so i'm not going to harp on this so much but my mom's family is irish and they're pretty irish all their names are irish my mom's maiden name is cleary but they're just like you know they're irish american whatever my dad's family is italian rossi italian they present italian present they do <laughs> okay <laughs> what they, that means <laughs> they're just like you know gabagool okay uh Come over for family dinner on sure. Sunday at two p.m. We'll make pasta fazul and and they call their they call pasta sauce gravy. Mm, that's that's how a big Italian. Yeah, that's an Italian thing. Meanwhile, my dad did, it, and he's only like forty something percent Italian. That's humiliating. He won't listen to this, so we can say whatever we want about him. Yeah, I feel like he wouldn't know how to listen to a podcast. Do you think you'd know how to access this podcast if you said, Dad, I have a podcast that you need to listen to it? Uh, and yeah, then he out surprises me every day. When I go home to visit... <laughs> he surprises you every day? <laughs> when I go home to visit... First of all, this man had a beeper, I want to say 14 years ago, which sounds like a long time, but 14 years ago was the middle of the aughts, right? <clears throat> he had a beeper until he could not have a beeper anymore, until people literally forgot That's like when the was first iPhone came out. 2007, Yeah. Yes. So he he went from a beeper to a dumb phone, obviously. And then and then he got an iPhone how like a couple 3 4 years ago maybe and he's like savvy now. It's the weirdest thing and I go home and he's watching TV I mean, and it's you know years. what he's watching on TV? YouTube. He's watching YouTube and he's watching like physics lectures. It's weird. It's I don't want to say That's weird. weird. It's That's weird. It's unexpected. Um, you could say weird. He's not listening to this. Your mom might, and she might tell him. That's true. When they're both sitting up like dolls in bed, <laughs> <laughs> as they do, in separate beds across the room. <laughs> uh, what the hell was I saying? You said you answered this. What's oh, yeah. So my, so my dad, yeah. So I, I just want to um, clarify. I, I am 58% Irish. According to Ancestry.com, right. I am 58% <clears throat> Irish. Based on my mother being 100% Irish, everything else comes from my dad, right? Um, so I'm 28% Italian. Okay. Um, 18% of that Italian is in the boot. In the oh, southern that's Italy. in the, okay. Sicily? Um, ish. Campobasso. Is that where that is? Campobasso. Is that where I went? Where did I go in yes. Italy? No, you went to Naples. But then I went further down to Pazitano. Pazitano. Is that in the boot? Uh, don't ask up? me. Don't ask me that. I never know where I am. You just you just arrive. I just arrive. I'm so twenty percent Italian, fifty eight percent Irish. I've always <laughs> known that I was Irish and Italian. Yeah, you always felt it inside. And uh, it's it just is confirmed. Uh-huh. Uh, the other parts, I'm 5% Scottish, 4% French. Okay. 4% Aegean Islands. Is that even how you pronounce it? Aegean? Aegean? Yeah, sure. Thank you. Thank you. 
Uh, and then, as I said, 1% Norwegian. So, extremely pasty, pasty, who cares? Even though we just, I just spent about 14 minutes talking about it. Yeah, none of, none of my questions said, what were your percentages? I know, but you did say, <laughs> what did you say, millennials love yeah, to talk millennials about love, their 23andMe results? Yeah. I just proved that. That's a theorem. You did. That's what we call a theorem. So, in, in Ireland, so I am 58% Irish, so I'm mostly Irish. And what would I be in a past life uh, in Ireland? That was the question, right? Well, it's what I don't know what the question was. The question was whatever I wrote and however you want to interpret it. Don't, don't do that. You didn't have to choose stand, Irish. Stand by, stand by stand your by question. Your man. But you did, you did say, you did say that I was Irish, which yeah. is true. So I felt like I needed to stick to Ireland, which I did. Um, and so I looked into it a little bit. Just like did a little research of of Ireland, the land. Um, to be clear, I have no idea what part of Ireland I come from. I don't know what those ancestors were about. I don't know when they came over here. Um, I'm going to just assume it was during the potato famine because they ran out of potatoes that they could eat. That's all eat. they ate. Um, so what I learned was that in Ireland, there are actually more sheep than there are people. So I was a sheep. Yeah. That's, that tracks. I was a little sheep. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so, okay. Oh, because I did because I did say distant relative. So your distant relative is a sheep. Yeah. Well, what I did, uh-huh. which is in the fashion of Adam, which is to take a question yes, and ignore you do it. Do whatever you want. Uh, I I I kind of went the the reincarnation route. So it's a mix of ancestry and reincarnation. Yeah, that was that's what it was. That's what this was. Yeah, and that's my right. Yeah. As a woman, as an Irish woman, to do whatever I want. <laughs> um, so I was a sheep, but it doesn't end there. I wasn't just any sheep. I was a special sheep. Not. Of course not. I was special. Statistically, we were all just like peasants somewhere. Statistically, yeah. yeah. <laughs> like if, if you had a past life, it was not interesting, probably. Sure. But in our heads, Infinite we're always lives. special. Some of them are great. Some of them are less great. All of them are special in their way. For me, I was a sheep. There are so many sheep in Ireland. I was a special one, though. <laughs> <laughs> mm-hmm. I, so I had a beautiful singing voice. It's funny that we were talking about singing earlier and how I don't have a beautiful singing voice. I was a sheep with a beautiful singing voice. And the farmer who had, who had me on their land... Or just the landowner. People that farmed didn't, like, I guess it was, like, profitable to have sheep no matter what. You didn't even need, necessarily need to be, like, a farmer by trade. Yeah. Um, I feel like people also did, like, survive. I mean, how far how back long, are yeah, we talking? Yeah, how far back? is That is the question. Uh, let's say, <clears throat> like, the 1820s. Okay. Please, please don't call in. I don't know what was happening in Ireland in the 1820s. Send us an email. Historically. why I can't I, check. Please. Please just leave me alone. I'm a mother. <laughs> I was a singing sheep in the 1820s, and I knew the power that I had. Mm. The farmer could not kill me for meat. You were the smartest. People sheep came from in all Ireland. around to see me sing, to hear me sing, and in the 1820s, that kind of that kind of allure was everything. <laughs> and to get people to get on a you got you got on a boat 
to go to Ireland. Mm-hmm. They didn't so have planes back then. I was huge. It was a long trip. I was huge for to tourism. I was an asset, and I knew I had that power. So I was a bitchy little sheep. <laughs> when they would try to count me, I'd be like, no, 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 See, no. this is this is the children's book that you need to write for Josie. The bitchy little sheep. The bitchy sheep. little sheep who could sing, and she knew it. <laughs> <laughs> who could sing, and she, and she knew it. I just, like. You can animate. I got. I got away with it. You should it. animate that for the for the promo for this episode. Please don't make me do work. <laughs> I don't. Please don't. Please don't assign me homework. It's just. It would be fun for you. Why don't you do it? You animate. Uh, I actually can't. I cannot animate. Yes, you can. I've seen it. I spent a lot of time trying to learn After Effects, and it just did not. After Effects. No, we're not using After Effects to animate. What do you use to animate? TV paint. TV paint. Don't say these words to me. What? Continue. Well, that's it. I'm a bitchy. I'm a bitchy sheep. Um, that gets away with stuff. When the when they come around, <laughs> the bitchy little sheep. They have gets to. Away you with know stuff. how they count sheep? To sleep. Not just in your dreams. You Not count just sheep to go to in sleep. your dreams. You count before you <laughs> before dream. Before you dream. God, motherhood has turned your brain into <sighs> mush. Okay, they count sheep because. I don't know. I tried to look it up and I couldn't get, figure it out. Because they get, because they get, because uh, different, because you got to know what sheep are yours. No, you got to know what sheep are yours, but they, they, they mark them to, to they, they paint them. So it's like, oh, George's oh, cause they go out sheep in the, came onto my land They go out in the again. hills and they, they give birth. And so you have to know if they're, you have more sheep. Sure. I think it also has to do with. Because um, mother, because it, it all goes back to the topic. It has to do with land ownership. You can only have a certain amount. Ooh, There's some incentive, and I could right. not find on the internet this information. I had this like fact in my brain. I was trying to like confirm it, and I couldn't find it, which is I give up too easily, as we know. Mm-hmm. But uh, there's some incentive for farmers to make fake sheep, like a fake, like a facade of a sheep, so that when like the surveyors come around and count sheep. They get like a tax break. Sheep fraud? The sheep fraud. There's there's like some incentive to, to And you could not find any information on this. I couldn't. So we don't know if this is true. We don't know if it's true, but please call in for that. Mm. Email us. See, when Jason today sues you for libel, he's gonna be able to point to this and say she just makes stuff up. Right, 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 right. Cut right, it. Right, Cut right, it. Right. Cut it. We don't do that anymore. Edit that out. But not the Jason Sudeikis one, because I'm 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 I've been waiting for his downfall. Oh no. See, I really this, I don't trust I don't trust someone who's that nice. He's not that nice. Just cause he's, he doesn't live a life of Ted Lasso. Exactly. But that's his outward persona. I don't trust it. Mm-hmm. Okay, my turn. Wait, wait, was that the end of your I do have one fun okay. fact about sheep. <laughs> better be fun. So they, <laughs> so they I better laugh out loud. They like a tar, like mm-hmm. you four times. Four times. Four times left. God, I can't Alamo. wait to see that movie again. Oh, I want to go back to Alamo. Order. Choose a day. Choose a day. Let's go see Tar. Okay. That's uh, tonight, though, here's my fun fact about sheep. They paint sheep based on who's uh, who they belong to, right? So there'll be a farm that's like our sheep are green, and they'll paint them green. Um, and most of them are used. You know, what color were you? Ooh, what color was I? Yeah. Well, they couldn't paint me because <laughs> <laughs> too fragile. It was. <laughs> It wasn't good for publicity, like it, like, like. Okay, what's what's your fun fact? <laughs> <I don't... laughs> so they paint they they paint sheep. Um, what they do for rams, which are the boy sheep, yeah, they will 
they'll put like a like a crayon some kind of crayon i i read it as crayon somewhere but it can't actually be a crayon it's some kind of like are uh, you trying drawing to say device. crayon <laughs> we're not we're not going to this is not the hill that i'm going to die on yes a cray i meant to say crayon there's some kind of uh drawing device that they strap onto a ram and the ram will mate with disgusting. the use, they'll mount them because that's what you do when you have four legs. You have to mount when you have four legs. And the crayon will mark that you so that the farmers know which ram smushed this is the, which you. So there'll be a ram that has like a red crayon. Ugh. And there'll be a you with like a red butt. And that's disgusting. Like that we know who the daddy is. You are the father. I don't like this. Okay. Well, it's the truth. It's, we, yeah. My turn. <sighs> no, my turn. No. But I got to answer. Oh, right. Yeah, go ahead. Who cares? <laughs> Keeping tabs on how you treat me today. <laughs> ask me, ask it to me. Ask the question to me. You want me to re-ask no, it? No, it's fine. Um... So my 23andMe results, which I'm not going to get into because it's very simple. Both of my, both my mom and my dad, my mom's like a little bit, uh, there's some like German in there, but then there's like a lot of Scandinavian. And my dad is like all Scandinavian. All Scandinavian. So I'm like 70% Scandinavian. And it told me like exactly what area, what county. Yeah. what part? I mean, Scandinavia is a whole region. Sweden. What country? It's Sweden. So it is Sweden. Yeah. It's Varmland <gasps> County, Sweden. Uh-huh. It's uh, right on the border of Sweden and Norway. It's landlocked, though. A lot of forests took that into account. Yeah. Um, I, in a past life, I was a villager in Varmland County, Sweden. And I was, I had, I was also special. Oh. Just like you, just like you, mm-hmm. just like you. Mm-hmm. Um, but people did not like me. I had constant visions of catastrophe. And I was always walking around telling people that something bad was going to happen. I'd be like, you better not go to that thing tomorrow because something bad's going to happen. I had a vision of you. What? Were you ever right? Put a pin in that. (laughs) Um, I had constant visions of catastrophe. I was like, there's going to be an earthquake, so don't go to that thing you're going to go to tomorrow because, like, it's going to (laughs) collapse. Because there's going to be an earthquake (laughs) there. Yeah. The, well, no, there's going to be an the earthquake. dance hall. There's going to be there's going to be an earthquake. Not in your home. Um, <clears throat> nothing ever came true though. Okay. Um, but I was really annoying about it. So I'd walk around and I'd be like, "Ugh, I had a vision. Don't ask me about it though. It's like it's <laughs> really make hard to read so. my vision." Um, and eventually they got sick of it, and so they said, "You have to leave. You cannot live here anymore. You have to go live in the woods." Okay. So I left. I went to live alone in the woods. But after I left. All the catastrophes came true. All of them? All of them. They all came true in like in, a week span. In a, in, a, in a quick sequence? In a quick sequence. And so they were like, this, this guy's a bad omen. And so they came to my house in the middle of the night. They boarded up all the windows, all of the doors. They boarded up all the windows. They like put big stones in front of the house so I couldn't escape and I died. <laughs> I died. This was like 300 years ago. I died, and in then Sweden. Um, the house that I died in, like, grew. It turned into, like, a grassy knoll. So it's, my bones are still there. Sure. And we have to find them. 
you and me? We have to go there and we have to find them. Oh, so this is a true story. It's a true story. Yeah, yours is a true story too. Yeah. This isn't a, this is not fan fiction of our lives. No, exactly. Mm-hmm. I, no, I know. Yeah, you're a sheep, so we have to go find my bones. Okay, your turn. What part of Sweden is that? Um, it's like... Upper third, middle third, lower third? It's like lower... It's not, it's not on the coast. It is landlocked, okay, but if you go like coast, one, if so. you go like one county down, it's, that's a coastal county. One county down from what? From Varmland County. I don't know where Varmland County is. I'm telling you. I need you to tell me where. Lower. If this is lower finger, third, because this is uh, Finland. Well, because there's there's Sweden, like Norway. Finland's up up there, and it doesn't. Nobody cares about that. There's um, because there's Norway, and then there's Sweden, right? Because they're long. They are long. Yes, they're fingers. There's Norway, and there's Sweden, and then like Sweden is down here, and there's like all the coastal stuff, and then so like. It's right there. Okay. Just like on the Michigan and you do the hand. I don't know what Michigan is. I don't know what that is. Michigan is not. Don't come from Michigan. Why isolate all of our Midwest listeners? Why? Your turn. Okay. Here's my question. Beep, beep, clippy, clippy. Here's the next question. I want you to build your all-star mother lineup. Mm. Okay? So that means I want you to choose... Any woman, alive or dead, real or fictional, to be your mother, replace your your actual mother. Your mother is not in the picture. We're not saying that this is better than your current mother. Blah, blah, blah. We're saying if you had to build your all-star mother lineup, we need a woman to raise you from age 0 to 10, and then another woman, a different woman, to raise you from age 11 to age 20, and then another woman from 21 to 30, and then another woman for 31 on so who are these women right i i interpreted this as um i'm just i'm being shuffled around a lot you can try every 10 years every 10 years my mother is like i can't do it anymore i'm passing along to somebody else yeah i'm gonna go blow my nose real quick i want you to leave every second of this in here that sounded so dry it wasn't do you want to look in the? Do you want to look inside? No, that was. Oh, I forgot to give you your other. Your, I forgot. I forgot. I had treats oh, for you. Oh, treats! Are they edible? I actually they am are really not. hungry. Damn it! You already know what they are. There's these slippers oh! that I that don't fit me. They're not. I got them for myself. Oh, <laughs> yeah. These are so much better in person. I got them. I got them for myself, and they do not fit. Um, do they fit you? Ow! <laughs> oh, her water just broke. You can't, you, you, you know, you can only use that excuse once. And you cashed in. I just got a leg cramp a little bit. I'm sorry. This fits well enough. Is it too big? If anything, it's slightly big, but it's not, it's well. perfectly passable. Um, and then here are a bunch of perfume samples that I, I got for myself. And I don't I, like I any of them. I already have a signature scent. You have to have more than one. Your signature scent changes. Absolutely not. It changes with the season. No, it, no, it's no. All, it's all about your, your, your skin and your skin changes in the season. Yeah, yeah I remember Margaret Cho talking don't, about Don't do that. that now. It smells like a church. You know why? Patchouli. Well, yeah, those are... Church scents? They're not church scents. Okay, here church. are my... Here's my answers. 
I have my answers. I had to I had to answer truthfully, true to my heart. But I also knew you wouldn't like my answer, so I have backup answers I for never, you. I never do. So age zero to ten is you can guess. I think. Shelley Duvall. No, it's Gina Davis and Beale Juice. Oh, you know what? I sh- I should have known. Gina Davis came to <clears> mind <throat> and I said Adam is gonna choose Gina Davis when I was brainstorming. I we've talked about this on the podcast, but I did I did think that she was my mom. Yes. Because it was the one it was the one VHS tape we had and it was it was on the shelf with all of our home movies. And so I would watch our home movies like as kids do, because it's like fun to see yourself and your family. And then there was Beetlejuice and I Gina Davis kind of looked like my mom. So I was like, yeah. is that is that how my mom? You asked that question and you um, <clears throat> decided not to really go much further and find the correct answer, which is no. Instead, you just sort of settled on. You know what? I probably I was so young that it was it was just it was confusing, and I feel like maybe I did ask my mom, "Is that you?" And she probably said yes. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> um, so my backup answer is Miss Frizzle. From zero to ten. Yeah, from zero to ten, because she was, like, fun and educational. Mm -hmm. And if she was a real person, it's just fun every day. It is fun every day. There was one episode of the Magic School Bus where Mrs. Frizzle Frizzle was uh, a little upset about something. (laughs) And I remember thinking, that's not right. I remember thinking, isn't it Frazzle? Or is it Frizzle? Frizzle. No, it's Frizzle. Okay, sorry. Uh, She was always (laughs) so positive. That when she was upset at the beginning of one episode, it really uh, affected me. It humanized her, and you didn't like that. I didn't like that. <clears throat> She's two-dimensional. Uh, so Great H- outfit. Really was good dress. Was it the same in every episode? I believe so. It was like a space dress. Space dress? Space dress. That was Chucky Finster. I think you're confusing the two. All redheads are the same too, I guess. Um, when did Chucky wear He had Saturn on, the, on his... okay age 11 to 20 i told you you're not gonna like my answers just say it um it's eleanor little from the Stuart little franchise why would i not like that as played by gina davis okay uh these are all gonna be gina davis you you think you're clever don't you i don't i told you that this was this was true this was true to my heart okay so in the film did you know that he was not a mouse he was not a mouse in the books what wasn't a mouse in the books. They never say he was a mouse. They say he was a boy that what? size. Is this like Humpty Dumpty, how they never said he's an egg? I think so, yeah. What the fuck? What do you I mean, mean he's not a mouse? <clears throat> of course he's a mouse. He's a mouse, duh. Mean girls. <laughs> I mean, now you're now you're making me question, but I'm I think he I don't think that they say he's a mouse in the books. There is a mouse on the cover of that book. Are you sure? No. <laughs> uh, my backup answer is... Hold uh, on. Hold on. Because no. There's no way that... Like, that whole book is about the fact that Stuart Litter, Little is a mouse. Stuart Litter. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't read it in about... Have you read it at all? I re- Yes, I read it. I read it with the Trumpet Swan. If I'm That's wrong about this... companion piece. The Trumpet... If I'm wrong about this, I'm going to be so embarrassed... Well, you're making me but think, I think because I'm right. I haven't I haven't read it in I think I'm right. 
I haven't I haven't read it in in two decades. You also what? thought you were More. reading the Babysitters Club and you weren't, so you are not trustworthy. My backup that is a really answer. Good point. My backup answer is um, Lois from Malcolm in the Middle. Oh, I think she. Great. I think she was great. She's I great. think she was a really good mother. Mm-hmm. And if in this scenario I'm just myself and I'm a I'm an only child, I think it would be great. And if I'm in that family, I also think it would be great because I think I would just be better than all of those rowdy boys. You would be better. Yeah, be I think better. I'd be like. I think at the end of the day, she'd be like, Ugh, your brothers, I just can't deal with them. I'm so glad you're not a problem. Well, Malcolm was famously not a problem. I guess I'm Malcolm in this. You're Malcolm in I the middle? I am Malcolm, yeah. I usurped him from this. Malcolm was smart. <clears throat> Dewey was a was a, an idiot. Mm-hmm. And the older one... They have so much money, those canceled. kids. Mm, no. No. His brother got canceled. From that 70s show. Well, it, afterwards, but yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they're uh, they're Scientologists. Um, okay, so t- age twenty one to thirty. Do you want to guess? I mean, since you're on to me, is this since G- I'm just so clever. So it would be Gina Davis in A League of Their Own. Yeah, Dottie Hinson <laughs> from A League of Their Own, as played by Gina Davis. Sorry, this is from twenty one to thirty. Twenty one to thirty, because that's I'm out of the house. I'm I'm I I'm really like paving my own way and I think having a mother who was a professional baseball player would really make me popular. That's a that's a little thing that's a little tidbit you can drop at parties and people were like, wow. Mm. You know I I feel like you <clears throat> you ran through Gina Davis's uh filmography and you don't know a single thing you about you landed me. on Betty. You don't and know you a said single that Betty. Work. What is her name? Dottie. Dottie. Fake fan. Mary. Uh, my backup is on Viv from The Fresh Prince. Which um, one? <clears throat> I mean, the second one. The first one only lasted like one season, I think. Um, but again, it's like I'm out of the house. I think, I think growing up in that house would have been more difficult. Claire Huxtable. Same. Like I, I think she would have, she would have been, she was a great mother, and I think like being out of the house an adult, like we can connect in a new way, and have like sort of a friendship. Yeah. Um, and now, thirty one plus. Whenever I get to thirty one plus, <laughs> um, <clears throat> do you want to guess again? Uh, what else has Gina Davis been in? Um. Actually, not that much. I think she was in like 20 or 25 movies. Is that not a lot? I mean. I guess it's not. She's like 65. Uh, it's Thelma Dickinson from Thelma Louise. Thelma Louise. Yeah. But she, didn't they die? <clears throat> yeah. This is so before want, they so died. This is, a, this is a different, this is a different situation. They're alive. It's my, my she... mom and her cool friend, Susan Sarandon, and they drive around the country. Why do you want her as a mother? Because she's great. Have you seen that movie? Why do you want her as a mother? I'm not asking you who's great. Because, because I'm... Name a I'm, great woman. That's not the question. What a boring question. Name a great woman. I want her as my mom because, like, it's... I just told you. It's her and her, her fun friend, and they drive around the country, and sometimes I go with Why them. does that make her a great mother? Why does that make her a desirable mother? Was that the question? It's who do you want? Yeah, who do you want? The implication is that you want them because they, they're, 
they serve some kind of they're cool they're They're cool cool. okay um and my backup is you you it's it's the mom from animal kingdom which i don't think you've seen what is animal kingdom um it was a it was an australian movie and then it was a tv show it's in its final season it's a matrix of that family she runs a crime business I don't know about that. It doesn't matter. Um, so here's the second part of my answer. Oh. And I wrote down oh. um, only answer, only do this part if Kristen has been mean to you this episode. So how do you think, how do you think you treated me today? What? Why did? How do you think you've treated me today? You don't get to ask a question. No, it's not a question. A- it's a second part. It's a second part of my answer. And it's where I assign moms for you. But I'm only going to answer if you've been mean to me today. Oh, do I think I've been mean to you? Mm-hmm. How do you think you've treated me today? I think I've treated you fairly. Does that work? Mm. I think I've treated you appropriately to your behavior. I'm going to answer anyway. Um, so from zero to ten, your mom is the mom from Hereditary. Ooh. I mean, she. there's nothing wrong with her. It, she can't sure. help who her exactly. son is. Um, <laughs> From age eleven to twenty, it's the uh, it's the torso mom from that X Files episode. I know not. It's the it's it's like the the inbred killer family who lives on the farm and she doesn't have any arms or legs and she lives under the bed. How dare you um, speak to me as if an episode of the X Files? From age twenty one to thirty, it's Big Edie from Grey Gardens. Ooh, twenty one to thirty. Oh, that's rough. It's rough. <laughs> <laughs> And then uh, from 31 plus, it's Roseanne, but now. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> All right, your turn to answer. I wish I answered for you. I didn't. Well. I didn't. I've been nothing but wonderful to you, you got me my there. whole life. You know, when I was coming up with answers to this question, um, when I tell you I could not think of a single woman. <laughs> <laughs> for a dollar. <laughs> for a dollar. Billy. What flavor? What flavor should I have for my second? Do I want black cherry or raspberry? Black cherry. That's correct. That's correct. You may pass. <laughs> so my mothers. Um, here's here's the mothers I want. Um, so from zero to ten, I want the Duolingo owl to be my mother. Is that a woman? Yeah. Okay. Can anyone be a mother? Yes. <laughs> yes, anyone can be a mother, especially the Duolingo owl. Do you do Duolingo? I have done. What language? Didn't make an impression, I guess. Do you really not know? I remember like going through the motions. Wow, you like, didn't learn a single word, exercises. did you? No, of course not. I did it for like <laughs> four days, like everybody else on the, on the <clears throat> earth. Thinking, oh, I'm going to learn a language from this owl. I hate that fucking owl. I would, that owl would be, would be my mother, um, and I would grow up knowing all the languages, because that's when you mm. got to learn the languages, when you're young and impressionable. Once you're 11, <clears throat> it's locked in. Whatever you got, that's it. Unless you're one of those people that's really good at languages. Polyglot. Polyglot. Is that the, that's the word, right? That sound that sounds right. Okay. Uh, so when I turn ten, the Duolingo owl kicks dies. you to the curb. <laughs> dies. <laughs> I mean, I don't know what the lifespan of an owl is, but I don't think that it's. 
I bet it's longer Actually, than. It's really. Long. I think it might be long. It might be like forty it's years. Either really short or really long. It's not short. Birds live a long time. A parrot can live for. Parrots can be eighty really years old. Parrots can be really old. Yeah. Parrots <laughs> can get real old. That's true. Mm-hmm. Um, cockatoos, though, they'll die right in your kitchen. <laughs> After just a short amount of time. Uh, yeah, that was ripped from the headlines of my life. Sorry, that was a dramatic pause, but I was just saying, yeah. I was just saying so, a zip. Uh, so, okay. It's Age a moment of silence for your <laughs> for <laughs> kitchen <cockatoo>. bird. <laughs> kitchen bird. Never named. That's why it died. Age 11 to 20. Um... I feel like we have discussed this woman on the podcast before, so part of me is like, God, think of something original. But it's my truth from age 11 to 20. And I accept your truth. I accept your truth. No comments. No mean comments. Okay. I would want... um, See, this is where I got Betty. I want Betty DeVille, who is... uh, Oh, do you want to try it out? Because it sounds familiar, right? Who is that? Betty DeVille. Who is that? Phil and Lil's mom from Rugrats. Oh, okay. Feminist icon. Um, so I. Lesbian. Yeah. Lesbian. Lesbian. Canon. Yes. That's canon. They can made you, her. Can you let me? Mm-hmm. I have it all written on my card here. And you're jumping out in front. Because I did do research. And I did learn that she has been. She's she's come out in the in the reboot. For Paramount Plus. Betty DeBille is a lesbian. And we love that. We love that for her. Because she always was. But yeah. here's the thing. What I tried to find out, because everybody's like, oh, it's great. Voiced by Natalie Morales. She's a queer actress. Wonderful. Love to see Betty living her, her true life. But what I want to know is what happened to Howard. Right. What happened to that relationship. I haven't watched the show. Maybe they explain it. I saw a screen cap of her holding Howard on her shoulders. At some in the of, reboot, yeah, it was like a, it was like a, um, it was the new type of animation, whatever they're doing the with CGI. it. The CGI, the CGI, and Howard was clearly on her shoulders. Images. They were at some kind of like sporting event, and she was like, so maybe they're friends. Uh, I doubt that they would have made it something bad, like that yeah. they left on on bad terms on that show. So. I want to know the story. If she was living a life, married to Howard, had her kids, had a sexual awakening, or just decided one day that she couldn't take it anymore and came out and he was really supportive. I want to know that story. I could not find that answer. And that's what I am upset about that. But I will not watch the show to find out if they ever address it. Well, it's not for you. I know. I understand. But I still want to know how Howard's doing. I feel like, okay. Yeah. Um, anyway, I, I want her from 11 to 20 because she's, I mean, she's just cool. She's cool. She's a cool lady. Um, age 21 to 30. So I knew one of these was going to be a drag queen. And I knew it was going to be from 21 to 30 because that's when I, you know, I can go out. <clears throat> I can go to drag shows. Not that I can't go when I'm younger. God you forbid. You watch your mom at work? Take your daughter to work day? I want to go and I want to enjoy. I want to drink. I want to I want to kiki, as they say. Ugh. I shouldn't 
didn't, didn't feel right. No. Didn't feel right. Um. So the question is, which drag queen <clears throat> would it be? And we're not gonna go deep into a into a drag race. There's hole. no time. We don't have the time. But I did choose Monet Exchange. Your nails are cute. Thank you. I chose Monet Exchange. I just think that she would be an excellent mother. I love her as a queen. She would take me to shows. She would take me out. We would have fun. She would be nice to me. She would tell everybody else. She would be nice to me? (laughs) I think none of these things are true. She would tell everybody else to be nice to me, too. I don't think she would. She'd leave you Uber money. She wouldn't take you anywhere. Well, I would take an an Uber to wherever she is. Okay. Uh, So that would be Monet Exchange, which is funny because she is, like, I think she's younger than me in real life. Um, Is she? No. I think we're we're probably a very similar age. How old are you? It's none of your business. Also, you know how old I am if you thought about it. Um, And then from 31 on, um, this is another kind of, like, canonical, like, person that we talk about a lot on the podcast, but Enya. Because then I would have, first of all, I would have a gorgeous castle in Scotland to go to whenever I wanted. She would always be thrilled to have me. I have a Mm. a whole wing. Then eventually she would die and I would get all that and your money. I know this is your fantasy. You can't have it. No, I don't want it. Because I think, I don't, I feel like you would, you would call her and be like, hello, my mother Enya. I'd like to come stay at the castle for a week. How does this date work? And she'd be like, don't. Uh, I, I'll get back to you. Why would you? I like, don't. I think she likes to be alone. Yeah, she likes to Aren't be alone. Aren't those pretty? They are really pretty. They're so pretty. They all smell really good. What were we talking about? Oh, I don't think any would like you or anyone. That's not fair of you. This is, this is already a fantasy. You can't come into my fantasy and tell me. That my fantasy is wrong or move things around in the living room of my fantasy because I made it. It's in my mind Mm. and whatever I decide is true is true. That's that's the beauty of a fantasy. So get get out of my living room. I don't know if Shania Twain sang that at the concert. What? Looks like we made it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, God, she was not great. That was disappointing. Shania Twain. She didn't sing all the hits? I don't think so. You gotta sing all the hits if you're mm-hmm. Shania Twain. Um, Did Jen say that she's not allowed to say let's go girls? What? <laughs> <laughs> Who imposed that rule? On Jen's Instagram story, she may have been joking because we know Jen is a jokester. She'll joke around. I feel like she implied that she's like, she's not allowed to say let's go girls. Oh no, she said... um. Or she doesn't say it anymore. She, I think she role. saw she saw something. Someone had seen the show and like tweeted that she doesn't say "Let's go, girls." Oh, and she doesn't. <laughs> How is she not going to say "Let's go, girls"? Are you saying that she doesn't sing? Um, well, no, she like sings that song, but she doesn't say "Let's go, girls" in the beginning. Why? I don't know. But she's how did... tiny? She is a tiny woman. That's irrelevant. I don't know why that's relevant. She's shorter saying, than Let's Go Girls. But the the song goes dun, 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 and then what Let's she just go put the, girls. Does she put the mic out she to the say audience? It. I don't she doesn't say it. She didn't say but it. But that's part of the song. I don't know what you want from me. Get How? out of my living room. How about that? <laughs> the song is Okay. It's your turn. Um is it? Yeah. What is my question? 
Oh, okay. We gotta, we gotta move. We gotta move. This is another one where we're like spinning real yarns and can go on for a long time. So keep it short. This is my final question. This yeah. is my final question. Yeah. We've decided to go live in the woods and join a matriarchal topic, mother matriarchal cult that worships a little known goddess. And I misspelled little known. Little known goddess. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you did. Uh, I am I'm the only boy allowed in this cult because there always has to be one gay bestie in a group of girls. It's mm-hmm. just it's problematic, but that's what it is. Um, what is the name of the goddess we worship and what is her deal? So we have joined a cult and there is a woman at the center. I like that you write out all of your answers. I print mine. Because it's easier. I famously don't have a printer, and I won't buy one because oh, they're. I forgot too that's a that's a soft spot for you. They're not. It's a soft spot. It's like the top of my daughter's head, right? Does she? Do all babies have a soft spot? The good ones do. Do you know? Yeah, I felt her little Ugh. patella. Ugh. It it comes together. Ugh. It'll come. Her head circumference grew at an alarming rate. Between month one and month two, they said, whoa, she grew three inches. They said? The pediatrician. They weren't concerned. Okay, I'm concerned. Don't be. I'm concerned. So the goddess that we worship, her name is Mirepoix. Do you want to spell that? M-A-R-E-P-O-I-X. Okay. Mirepoix, which... I don't know if you guys know, but mirepoix is a little diced up little vegetable <laughs> that you put in a soup or a stew or any. It's the base of like a lot a of French cube of celery. meals. Yeah. Cubes of celery, cubes of carrot, onion. Carrot, onion, celery, I think is like the traditional mirepoix. Cut into cute little Gorgeous. cubes. Put them at a, at a bottom of a Dutch oven with a little oil. Get those aromatics and then you put in whatever else you want to put in but it's the base of a soup and it's like grunt work like you don't want to it takes a long time to do how small do they have to be i mean i love can you do it in a slap chop (laughs) (laughs) yeah if you're a if you're a philistine if you're a peasant if you don't care about your work you do it in a slap chop does it change the taste yeah because there's no love in it Mm. I love to use a slap chop. What are you talking about? This is what brings me back to Mirepoix. Because she, Mirepoix is the goddess of Mirepoix. But it's, it's deeper than that. Yes, she does spend her days dicing vegetables. Oh, she dices them. She dices We don't have to them. do that for her? The goddess of Mirepoix oh. spends her days <clears throat> dicing vegetables. And she never speaks. She never speaks. She's silent. This is making me sad. Don't be. She's very happy. Does she like it? She loves it because she also doesn't eat at all. She doesn't eat any food. She doesn't eat any of the mirepoix. She doesn't even sneak a carrot it's on the side. Sadder. She doesn't. She doesn't eat anything. She survives on the smiles of the people who don't have to chop their own mirepoix. So the people come and they take her mirepoix that she's made. She great vats <clears> of mirepoix. They come and they take what they need, and they make their soup, and they make it in a timely fashion. Soups. Famously take a long time to make. 
part and of that is mere and at, and at what cost? A soup is never a soup is never going to be as good as the work that's put into I, it. I I do agree with that. I'm never I'm never unless gonna... it's ramen. Ramen is the one ex- exception, I think. Right, and I guess that it, to me that doesn't fall in the category of soup, even though I know that it is a soup. Anyway, I'm going to lose my train of thought. Um, mirepoix survives on the smiles and the good feelings <laughs> of the people that benefit from her laboring over this cutting board with her gorgeous sushi knife that she uses uh, to cut the mirepoix. Would she die if we didn't smile at her? Yes, she's like Tinkerbell in that way. Uh, <laughs> That's so, clapping. I know. Well, Tinkerbell is clapping and mirepoix is smiles. That's what set them apart. Her Tinkerbell. It's the one thing. Yeah. <laughs> so she's like sparing all these people this prep work, which is great. And then everybody gets big soup for dinner. Yeah. Well, all the people, they go home to their families and they make them soup. So at, at this cult, you know, this is just the goddess that we follow. Do we have to eat soup every day? No. Okay. Just I'm just asking questions. I want all. I want all. All will be revealed. So... In this cult of Mirepoix, we're in the woods, right, as a group. We follow her example. We cut Mirepoix all day, silently, no talking, all day. We're cutting, we're, we're chopping vegetables. And the people come and they, they, get our, they, they gather our, what we've made. We do charge because we got to live. We have to be able to buy stuff. You can charge a lot for that. <clears throat> it's a form of meditation. So it's like a meditative act to cut this mirepoix, chop mirepoix all day. We don't speak to one another. We um we wear flowy capes over athleisure. Mm-hmm. So like when I say flowy cape, you remember my cape from my wedding? Uh, Just sheer. Yeah. Just I'm not talking about like a heavy superhero cape. I'm talking about billowy, yeah, like gorgeous. A cape. Yes. Yeah. Um, over athleisure, as I said, so we're comfortable. Um, it's it's meditation, and we don't eat all day. But then we go fucking crazy at night on soup. No, we are not making soup. Okay, we are making mirepoix. Okay. I don't know how to say this more clearly. We are making mirepoix. The people come and take the mirepoix okay. from us and make their own soup. I don't care what they do with that. They could put it in a bathtub. They could take a bath in it. I don't care. I just make it, and at night I'm eating sushi. I'm eating ramen, like you said, which is soup. <laughs> I'm eating Thai food. I'm eating Indian food. I'm we're getting takeout. We're getting dessert. We're getting apps and desserts. So yeah, I mean, like we meditate all day and we kind of starve ourselves all day, and then we eat we chop so much at night. We do menial labor all day long. Yes, okay. and it's meditation, so it is. It's like a practice. We're practicing. I will last two days in this cold. Okay, I just want you to know. We'll see. You might surprise yourself. I don't think I don't think I have ever surprised anyone. Um. All right, so what's your what's your cult? <clears throat> uh, so the goddess of my cult, her name is Andrea. Hmm. Uh, she's 25 feet tall. She is a goddess. She's she's a goddess. Yeah. Um, she's her whole vibe is like she's your your friend's like cool mom. Okay. Like when you would go spend the night someplace, she'd just be like, "Hey," and you're like, "I'm obsessed with her." Um, and this works because, like, the last... If you've ever disappointed your friend's mom, who you like, you're, like, your friend's 
cool mom yeah. is the most devastating thing yeah, in the world. Yeah, that'll with you. So, like, we follow her because we just really love her that much. We spend our days um, knitting her, like, giant caftans. Oh. Um, which is not a cape. And no one said it was. I just want but that to be But it is eerily clear. familiar. I want it to be clear that <laughs> I... This I'm not copying you. You can even look. It says caftan. It is printed. Which is it is kind of a cape. It's just like a wool cape. Um, she always has Tostino's pizza rolls, Tostino. and she lets you have champagne for dinner as long as you don't tell your mom. <laughs> lets you have um, champagne for dinner. <clears throat> yeah, at dinner. Okay, at dinner. Yeah, it's different. Um, and like we, it's we just hang out by the lake with our friend's cool mom, and her name is Andrea, and she's oh, twenty five feet tall. We were by the lake. Mm-hmm. The lake, and if you did it, like she does have the power. She has powers. She's never had to use them. Yeah. What is her? What makes her a goddess? Just that she's immortal. She, yeah, she could like snap her fingers and kill you, but she wouldn't use. She wouldn't do that to you. She would never. But like, she's never had to do it. But she could, and that's that's knowing that she could do that is enough. Her name is Andrea. Okay. She's twenty five <laughs> feet tall. She wears caftans. <laughs> that we knit for her. Yeah. Okay. Um, that's it. That's the end of my questions. Yeah. Do you have one more? I have one more. Um, oh, yeah. And it's not really a question. Well, it is a question in the way that I phrased it. Um, but it doesn't require any input from you whatsoever. <laughs> What's the question? The question is, uh, can I just vent for a little while about how hard motherhood is by telling you about the fucked up things that some animals have to do to raise their babies? And I wrote no. <laughs> he wrote nah. On my nah. card, I wrote nah with he a smiley nah. face. But you can. You can. Oh, thank you so much. You have a whole 17 minutes. Oh, wow. We did good. So you can say whatever you want. We and since good. I don't have any more questions, I could just leave and you could talk into the microphone. And honestly, that would be fine. I think that would be fine. I don't need you for this part. So, um, yeah, motherhood has been really hard. Um, it's been so rewarding. She's such a sweet little girl, and I love her so much. Um, but this part of motherhood sucks in a lot of ways. It sounds, like, boring. Yeah, it's... Um, <laughs> <laughs> as someone who loves their autonomy, loves their alone time, this has been psychologically terrifying. Because you can't ever leave your kid alone. You can't ever go anywhere without that child someone always needs to have eyes on her obviously um and like putting her down at bedtime is a hard thing to do and it's during critical if i wanted to cook dinner it that's right like i can't because she needs attention when she needs to go down she has to eat every three hours of the day and in the beginning that was round the clock that was round the clock she's not special so we're talking through the night Getting up, feeding her, no matter what. And What's the longest stretch you've slept? So we've like she's she has gifted us with a couple like like seven hour stretches, which is really good for three months. Um, again, my daughter is very impressive. She's extremely impressive, and we thank she's her. She's a for sheep that. who can sing, and she knows it. And she knows it. <laughs> <laughs> we do thank her for that generosity. However, um, it. The rest of it is just really, it's really hard. You never know. She's just going to be screaming for no reason. You just have to sit with her and rock her and uh, try feeding her. And she'll get mad if you try to feed her and you try to burp her. And she gets mad at that too. And it's just sort of like, use your words. Tell me what you want. They won't. She won't. She can, but she won't. She can, but she won't. <laughs> and 
you know, it's just, it's been, it's been very interesting. Jason, my husband, is very, very Absent. good. <laughs> Shout out to Jason. He really goes above and beyond. Um, but it is really weird to be a mother and have these feelings like that you're responsible for that baby's well-being and for, uh, you know, just society. Anyway, let's get into some animals that have a pretty raw deal when it comes to motherhood. Um, and shout out to treehugger.com. I basically just lifted this whole thing. I was like, let me do some research. And then I found one list and I'm just basically regurgitating this, this list. So just like rearrange the order. Yeah. The order. And then it's, and then it's new. And then it's new. Yeah. It's parody. Mm-hmm. So it was legal. Uh, <laughs> I'm not even going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> so, all right. So the giant Pacific octopus. Oh, they're from space. This, did you this know lady. Did you know that they're from octopi? space? Mm-hmm. I read a headline that said oh, yeah. that they might have come from comets, mm. frozen embryos. Oh, that's so insane. Embryos. I didn't read it, and I think it's been debunked thoroughly, but I'm going to choose to believe it okay. for the rest of my life. Cool. Well, that's cool. Kind of like how eels, like nobody knows where eels come from. I think they do. The Bermuda Triangle. There's like a set, there's like a, the, it's like the Bering Sea or something. Whatever. They all swim there and then new ones come out. And it's like, they're all just Nobody fucking in that warm water. Whatever happens in the Bering Sea stays in the soup. Bering Sea. Soup. Soup. Mirepoix. Mm. So that cool. would be a good topic. Soup? Yeah. <laughs> Next episode is You'll soup. roll your eyes at me. No, I mean, it's good. It's good. We'll talk about it. And this it'll is why your soup. mom is the mom from Hereditary. Okay. That was, she was a good mom. I should be so lucky. (laughs) Okay, the giant Pacific octopus. So this bitch lays (laughs) 74,000 eggs. How many of them does she eat? None. You know why? It's so funny that you say that. It's so funny that you say that because this woman lays 74,000 eggs. She stays by their side for seven months. She does not leave to get any food. So she starves herself, living off the fats in her own body, and eventually dies of self-cannibalization. Just to raise these children. The sacrifice, she sacrifices her whole life. It's all about, it's all about self, all about, it's all about survival. (laughs) (laughs) Once again, immunity is up for grabs. As soon as, as soon as you, as soon as you lay your eggs, you're done. You have no you have no use anymore. You have nothing left to offer your damaged goods. Yeah. Go straight to hell. Do not collect two hundred dollars. So yeah, the octopus die just dies. Seven months they take care of these kids. And you know what? That's just expected of them. Nobody Thankless. says you don't have to do that if you don't want to do that. No, what if she just left? Why can't she just leave? Why can't she lay her eggs in a in a place that's like hidden? You think she hasn't thought of that? Don't be, don't be dumb. All right, the gray kangaroo. Maybe that octopus should be smarter. Maybe that octopus should be smarter. Yeah, say it louder. Gray kangaroos. So the gestational period for a gray kangaroo baby, little baby Joey, is 36 days, which is very short. Obviously, that's a very short. Wait, a, a kangaroo gets pregnant and then 36 days later... 
So <clears throat> kangaroo gets pregnant. 36 days later, a joey is born. But the joey is about this big. And is born into her pouch. Oh. So the, the this child is born. It's born. Have you ever seen inside of a kangaroo pouch? On the TV, I it's have. Disgusting. Yeah. It's disgusting. Like, yeah. Not in person. <laughs> <laughs> you put your hand inside on, of a kangaroo internet, pouch. It's internet. gross. Yeah. So I thought it was like a like a pocket. Yeah. No, it's it's gross in there. It's disgusting in there. So the baby's born at thirty six. Like the the baby can't like can't hop out of there. It's like a little little goober. It's like a little sour patch kid, and uh, it's, so, but it's born. It's living outside, but inside the pouch. Mm. So the mother, and then it, and then it uh, grows for another nine months in the pouch. But that's a that's a gray area, in my opinion. Yeah, I I know what you mean. I feel like a pouch is just because there's an exit. That still feels like it's inside to me. Well, that's kind of what happened with Josie. We had to fire our scientist. That's right. We got canceled. And our witch. <laughs> <laughs> The point that's is, is th- that, that's yeah. That that's that is a throw. That's older. Mm-hmm. That's old lore of this podcast. It, I mean, it it to us it is. But if you're listening to these episodes all in a row, it's it's like not probably four episodes <laughs> yeah, ago. That's so true. Oh boy. Uh, so the point is that the 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 lady kangaroo can get pregnant again, even when she has a little Joey <clears throat> in her pouch. Oh, I don't like that. So they can have multiple pregnancies happening simultaneously. Well, not pregnancies, but like multiple. So she can just keep getting pregnant. How many times can she get pregnant? I mean, I don't know, I don't know the number on that. But she can get pregnant uh, when there's like a one-month-old little Joey in her pouch that's, that's what, the size of a frog or whatever. Can she do it again? She can do it again and again and again. That's... I don't know what the record is. You'd have to ask Australia. I don't have that information for you. But they, it's like Australia, so sophisticated. Australia, please send us an email to our email. <laughs> she can make different kinds of milk based on what part of development that these different kangaroo children are inside of her. Joey's. Which is pretty cool. But also, that sucks for her. She's pregnant like her whole life. That's what ends up happening. She's just pregnant her whole life. That's, yeah. Not pre- pregnant, mm. raising children, whatever. That's what your whole life is. If yep. you're not a human. That's right. Orcas. Pregnant, Orcas. Pregnant and die. Killer whales. Or- mm-hmm. Orca babies. I've heard of them. Orca babies don't sleep for the entire first month of their life. They don't sleep. They swim awake. And the mother needs to swim next to them for that whole month. Never sleeping. And I can relate. Okay. Okay. <laughs> okay. Why the frick? <laughs> <laughs> Mic drop. Just saying. Um, okay. <laughs> tailless tenrec. The tailless tenrec. They can have up to 30 babies in a litter. A litter? Yeah. And they have to have, um, they can have that many nipples too. I don't want to, I... Some tailless tenrecs have 30 nipples. I don't like any of this information you're giving me. Orangutans? Mm-hmm. They're always single mothers, which is messed up. Because um, what if they want some help? Why? Why are they? I don't know the answer to that, but that's what I read. Is that didn't they're... read too deep into no, it. No, no, no. It's none of my business. They, will nur- they, they nurse that orangutan baby for up to eight years. 
That's gross. From their nip. Did I tell you when I was a when I was a kid and I did community theater, we had one year uh the director she had a five year old who she was still breastfeeding. And she would be like reading us lines and giving a stage direction and there would be like a full standing adult human next to her breastfeeding. Disgusting. Yeah. Disgusting. His name was Shem. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> His name was Shem. Um, and for the first four months of that baby's, that orangutan baby's life, the mother does not put that baby down. There always needs to be skin contact for those first four months. And the mother, every night, will make that baby a new bed. And I'm not talking about making their like bed. Like with I mean, one find, hand? Finding a new bed. Well, they'll hang and, yeah. Ugh. They'll make a new bed every night. I read that it was 30,000 beds in a lifetime that she has to make on a different treetop. That's so annoying. Yes. I wouldn't do it. You um, have no right to complain about anything ever again. I know. Flatworms. Mm. They So all flatworms are hermaphrodites, born with both male and female genitalia. And they do a... They do penis fencing... They fight each other with their penises at the beginning when they meet each other to mate. They fight, they stab each other with their penises. And whoever wins, whoever impales the other one with their dick injecting semen gets to be the dad. You know what that means? They get to. You know what that means? They get to come out, they get to swim away. And the other one gets to be the mom. And they lose. They lose because they have to be the mom. They have to use all this energy to make these these new flatworm children, birth them, and raise them. They there's a fight. The winner gets to be the dad. The loser has to be the mom. And they have a whole bunch of work ahead of them as a result when they become the mom. And if that ain't the truth. I'm going to end on the emperor penguin because the emperor penguin is who we should all strive to be. The emperor penguin woman, mother, works really hard. Empress. Empress. Makes an egg. Penguina. <laughs> <laughs> Just landed like fresh penguina. Empress penguina. They make an egg. They make one egg. Gorgeous egg. They carefully hand the egg off to their husband because they are penguins are monogamous. They hand the egg to their and husband. And they're gay. On Parks and Rec they are. That was real life. That oh. was not invented on Parks and Rec. Oh, okay. Anyway, the straight ones, <laughs> uh, the mother hands the egg to the father and says, you take care of this, and then they go on a walk for months. They go on a walk, they don't come back for months. They give the egg to the dad, and they say, I'll see you in a little while. They go, and they eat a bunch of fish for months, and then they come back. Where do they carry the egg? They give, she gives the egg to the husband. The husband incubates it, takes care of that egg. She splits. So she puts the egg in him? No, underneath him like a chicken in a coop. But he goes, he goes on a walk. She goes on a walk. She goes on a walk. You have to listen. Because this is, this is what I would, this is, this sounds great. Okay. She does the work of making the egg. Okay. She gives the egg. Why the frick? (laughs) 
gives the egg to the dad. He takes care of the egg, okay. incubates it, All hatches. Right. She goes on a long walk, a food tour of Antarctica. A walkabout. And then she comes back for the fun part when that baby is raised. All right. So we should all be like empress penguins because they have it figured out. Penguina. Penguina is the female empress of penguin. Penguina. Um, what is our, that's it. That's all our questions. Yeah. Uh, what is, what should our outro music be? Oh, maybe it's, okay. This is, the outro music is going to be me as a sheep with my beautiful singing voice. Okay. You're going to record comes. that later? Can you hear her coming? Okay. Oh, oh my God, her voice is so beautiful. I don't know what you're going to do. Oh, I weep. <laughs>